What's up, Soul Family? It's your girl, Feminine Empress. And as I promised, I said I will do my best to get you guys a podcast out at the uh, end of the Mercury retrograde. And today, Mercury is going direct. Now, you know, we do have a shadow period to the retrograde. Now, we call that the retro shade in the world in the uh world of tarot and astrology as a little joke but i mean honestly it's real the 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 planetary alignments are still kind of throwing things at us and which we may look at as shade when really it's just like shadow work it's just realigning uh uh the the uh realigning things in our in our lives to kind of get us back on track to where we're working and progressing towards so, um, yeah, so Mercury retrograde should have brought a lot of things to light for many of us where, um, certain things that we were overlooking, perhaps in the Venus retrograde, as well as in the Mars retrograde and Capricorn prior to that, the, those things have, it, it's like now that Venus, that now that Mercury went retrograde, we almost couldn't overlook them anymore. We had to, uh, face the truth of what that was and um yeah so things got a little haywire and um most of us probably experienced some stresses i actually enjoyed the mercury retrograde mercury was retrograde in gemini and i am a gemini so um usually people say you know with mercury being your governing your governed planet and that's the case for both gemini and uh, virgo they say that we kind of get hit the hardest and I guess in a sense we probably do um I just never really see it like that like I am I encourage shakeups like if anything that needs to be shaken up or broken down like there needs to be a tower moment um I embrace it like bring it on like because I want this fixed I want because ultimately I want what is best for me and if what I'm dealing with or experiencing in this moment is not fulfilling that it needs to be shaken up. It needs to be broken down. So that's why I encourage and embrace the retro period. But um, yeah, well, I totally appreciate you guys uh, staying in tune with me. And I'm going to try to be a little bit more frequent, um, building up to 2019, just to get me into a schedule and get myself prepared for this new year. Because I do want to uh, kind of rebrand the whole feminine empress tarot world so that um i could be a little bit more around and get my social media pages going and you know how that go but anyways i want to rant on uh the retrograde saga is almost over we only got one more planet left if i'm not mistaken and that is uranus that is in retrograde to if i'm not mistaken the beginning of 2019 but don't quote me um this reading though is going to be embodied around the new moon and the new moon is going to be in Sagittarius actually um we got Sagittarius Jupiter and Neptune uh all going on during the month of December so this is going to be really excite exciting and if I could title this reading anything I would say dream big like and the reason I say that is because there's so much going on during the month of December that's preparing us for 2019 it's crazy like um one part with with Jupiter moving into Sagittarius there's this 
curiosity nature that all of us are going to have to where we're going to be shooting for the stars, um, putting out these um, intentions into the universe so that we can reap the benefits of the things that we are desiring in this time period. Then we got Neptune, which if I'm not mistaken is going to be in Pisces. Or, I'm sorry, sorry, well, I know the ruling planet of Pisces is Neptune. So, let me say that because, like I said, I'm not an um, astrologist. I am still a student. But, yeah, um, the the cool thing about Neptune is because, see, Neptune comes in to kind of dissolve our current realities in order for a new reality to emerge. So, yeah, it's pretty much lit. We got a little bit more shadow work to do before going into 2019 but we made it this far so let's go ahead and put in that little extra leg work um don't want to continue ranting your ears off so i do want to tell you i am going to do things a little bit different i have four decks in front of me and whichever deck i feel led to that's the deck i'm going to shuffle from and we're going to pull some cards so um the first deck is a new deck for me going public with and that is called the Kabbalah so this is going to be for my listeners who aren't um fully detached from their religion origins um we want to make it comfortable for those people as well to get these spiritual downloads and enlightenment so using the Kabbalah allows me to reference uh biblical terms and stories and ideologies to kind of bring perspective to my overall spiritual message so i think this should be kind of fun so i'm definitely going to pull the first card from the kabbalah so um yeah i appreciate y'all and uh stay tuned all right y'all so like i said that the first deck we go use is called ask the kabbalah oracle cards so like i told y'all this is going to be uh, for my religious folks, so they can still feel a part of the community, a part, a part of the tarot community, and and bring some perspective to everything that we talk about here in the spiritual world. Anyways, um, we're going to pull one card from the Kabbalah. One card. Oh, and I'm going to read this one from the book. Okay, and then we'll go into the energies that that may be pertaining to a lot of you guys tuning in. Alright, so can we get one card for this new moon energy, December 6th, carrying us out of the year of 2018. One card, one card. Alright. Oh. Okay, so the card that we got is called the Cough, Cough card. Um, I'm going to spell that. It's C-A-P-H, okay? So before I even go into the definition or what that what this card is all about, uh, one, I'm going to say it's in reverse. And then number two, this is the number 11 card out of, a, if I'm not mistaken, 44. I think there's 44 cards in this deck. And we all know 11 is the call from the universe saying, hey, watch your thoughts because your thoughts are becoming your reality. So if those real, so if those thoughts are of high vibration, then of course you're going to create a reality of those 
thought patterns of high vibration. And same thing for the opposite. If you are uh, keeping your energy space of low in low vibration, then yes, or your mental feel, your mental capacity within the low vibration. Maybe you're speaking negative to yourself or maybe you're focusing on the things that you ultimately don't want, which is counter is which is being counterproductive towards what it is that you do want because as we all know what we think about um on a consistent basis we manifest into our current realities so um let's keep that in mind with knowing that this card is in reverse so let's talk about the energy of this card and then we'll translate it to why it could be in reverse and perhaps we can get some solutions on how to get this energy upright okay so all right so it starts off saying <clears throat> after the great exodus from egypt moses led the hebrew people to the promised land but as they neared the border the people became frightened and anxious to ease their fears, Moses sent a delegation of spies, one from each tribe, to scout out the land and bring back a report to reassure the former slaves, right? The spies spent 40 days in the land and came back with a difficult report. It was indeed full of milk and honey, but it was also filled with enemies of gigantic proportions. We were like grasshoppers in their eyes. And so we were in their eyes, they say. Now, this is um, Numbers 13 and 33 in the um, Bible. But anyways, when the people hear this report so soon after leaving Egypt, they're devastated. They can't understand why they must suffer so much and wonder if they should go back to Egypt rather than face a future of war with an insurmountable enemy. But two of the spies, Joshua and Caleb, have a different perspective. Let's 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 uh, pin in on that word perspective. Okay, all right. So Caleb assures the people that they can conquer the enemies and the land. In fact, he tells them that the land is very very good, and that because they have God on their side, they have nothing to worry about. But the people don't want to listen to him. When God hears of this event, he's enraged. After everything he's done to free the people from slavery and bring them to their own land, they still have little faith in their ability to move forward. So, he decrees that except for Caleb and Joshua, who have seen things as they really are, no one from the original generation that escaped from Egypt will be allowed to enter the promised land. Instead, this will be the beginning of 40 years of wandering in the desert. One year for, I'm sorry, one, yeah, one year for, for every day the spies spent in the, in the land. And only when those 40 years pass and the first generation dies out, will the younger generation be allowed to enter it. What makes Caleb say we can surely do it when everyone else is clearly giving up hope? What distinguishes him and Joshua from the other spies and the rest of the people? The spies say that we were like grasshoppers in our eyes. When they describe the giants living in the land and the way that they looked in comparisons, 
That is to say, they looked, I'm sorry, that is to say they perceived themselves as grasshoppers, insignificant and weak when compared to the inhabitants of the land. But that doesn't mean that they were so much smaller. It means that they had lost their confidence, that they imagined themselves to be inferior, and that they saw the challenges ahead as impossible to overcome. This happens because for years and years, these people had suffered as slaves in Egypt, and they have felt like slaves, weak and small and frightened by the big, strong task at hand. The spies were, in a way, projecting their slave mentality Unto the report they gave. And because the people were immense in the same mentality, they believed it. Caleb, on the other hand, had already gone beyond this mentality and had and was ready to accept the new realities of freedom and independence. Unfortunately, it would take 40 years of emotional work and psychological healing for the rest of the people to catch up with him. All right, so that's the story, the biblical story that kind of brings um, some uh, definition to what calf, calf, calf means in um, the Kabbalah. So calf is considered to be a letter of actualization, okay? Like the crown keter that symbolizes ultimate human power, the calf represents an understanding of human potential and the realization of that potential all right um the outcome of your efforts is entirely bound up within your intention caleb had good intention and he tried to make others see what he saw for that pure intention he was rewarded with being able to enter into the promised land while everyone else was not just as Caleb was able to see a different reality and express his confidence in that reality, this card points to the fact that you should strive to look at things from a wider perspective and not be hampered by your past. I like that. So, <clears throat> let's talk about why that's in reverse. Um, ultimately, a lot of us, majority of us, are needing to change our perspective. Um... There are some things that have been promised to us, some things that we have been working very, very hard, um, whether this is a relationship that you've been working hard for and you've been putting all this effort into and not getting any uh, reward for all of the energy that you've invested into it or maybe this is some project that you've been putting all your time and effort into and you're not seeing anything coming to fruition or maybe you've been applying for jobs and everything has been no after no after no and you're just waiting for that yes or the jobs that are coming your way aren't really what you want they feel like the seven of pentacles energy when you're looking for your ten of pentacles and you've been promised this you know that this moment is yours and it's coming but right now, your perspective of the situation is, I'm not going to get there. I'm never going to have it. Things aren't going the way I want them to go. I'm sad. You're allowing yourself to embody these low vibrational thoughts, which is counter-reacting what's trying to come into your space. So the beauty in this card is, I love the story of Jacob, uh, I'm sorry, of Joshua and Caleb, because Joshua and Caleb, even though they, knew, even though the situation was what it was, they were have to fight and defeat giants. Caleb and Joshua was like, oh, I'm not going to let that get the best of me. I ain't worried about a Jacob and a Joshua. Wait till they meet Caleb 
I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not burdened about no Giants. Wait till they meet, meet uh, Joshua and Caleb. You know, like they had the self-confidence. And because they thought, because they believed that they could, then guess what? Nines out of ten, they was going to do exactly what they said they was going to do. That is the power. See, this is, and let's move and to take this to a more spiritual approach versus the religious approach. Um, understand that when those, when the rest of the spies and the rest of the people couldn't enter the promised land, metaphorically, those people had created their own reality strictly off their thoughts. They saw themselves as small. They saw themselves as inferior. And that's what a lot of us are doing right now. We are seeing ourselves uh, not uh, worthy of what is coming or trying to come in. And because of that, we're creating a a world or reality that is counterproductive versus the reality that we truly are desiring at this at this given time. So the uh, if we could just switch, uh, I'm sorry, change our perspective slightly and get into the mindset of Caleb and and Joshua, because see, they didn't have anything tangible to go off of. They just had the feeling, they had this uh, confidence in their heart and in their soul that says, "I'm not worried about this defeat." If we, if Moses was able to get us out of Egypt at a time where all this turmoil and uh, demise is happening and we've come this far, why lose hope? Why lose hope? We've put so much energy into these projects. We've seen some of the, uh, we've seen at least the seven of pentacles energy of, okay, I put all this hard work and I ain't really got nothing in return just yet. But it feels good. I know my moment's coming. So I just got to keep putting in that hard work so it can turn it to the Eight of Pentacles. And then when you get to the Eight of Pentacles, you're starting to see some of the, the, the rewards. Very little, but you're starting to see some of those rewards. So we have to keep that mindset going. Like, hey, it's a day-by-day process. And as long as I believe in me, as long as I believe into, in things that, um, that I want, then I'm going to get that. And there's nothing anyone can do to override that. All right. And I do want to take a look at the at the card at the bottom of the deck. And I got the Koof. Koof card. And I'm not gonna read this one. I'm just wanna go straight into the divination just to see how that ties in to the card that we're working with right now so let me go to the number 19 card what do you have for us 19 koof so koof is the koof is about compassion it's about looking beyond the surface of your actions and considering the fact that as humans we're not all that matter in this world. The principle of kindness to everyone around us. Taking in a moment to envision a mother, a bird, and her eggs. Putting yourself in that position and considering that animal perspective. And using your gifts of human reasoning and power to perform an act of boldness and ho- out of holiness. Ah... Okay, so that even adds a little bit more to the story. And, you know, every time I see the compassion card, no matter what deck I'm, I'm, I use, I always get this. Um, the first thing that pops in my mind is self-love. And um, 
self-love is about self-worthiness and it's like how do we the only way to get this card to go upright where we're on the side of Caleb and on the side of Joshua is for us to be, see our own self-worth we have to love ourselves and 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 see our own value in order for what we're wanting to come in otherwise it's going to stay outside it's going to stay away it's going to always be I'm almost there, I'm almost there, and you never get there. It's always going to be the same thing over and over again until we start using more compassion for ourselves and being using the same compassion that allows us to do the work, to do the hard work. We also have to have enough compassion, enough self-value, and enough self-respect for ourselves to allow that to come in, okay? Um, I kind of want to do some clarifiers, so um, yeah, let me shuffle the cards a little bit to see. Is there any other energies, anything else to go along with the story of Jacob? And I'm sorry, I keep saying Jacob. I'm not sure why, because this is about Caleb and Joshua. So, yeah. Some of you guys are needing to let go of worry. Coming out of state of an anxiety. Because it's something that you're ultimately wanting to do. And you're so caught up in your mind. Like you're, somebody is literally like not getting any sleep in it. They're literally tossing and turning. Worried about what's going to happen next. Instead of having faith that what is best for them is indeed going to happen. And that... There isn't anything that they have to do other than believing that that will happen. And it will happen. But first we got to let go of that anxiety. And the worry. That's keeping them up at night. Um, I feel like somebody out there needs to know that everything that glitters is not gold. And that if there are some choices that you're needing to make, make sure that that choice is going to serve your higher self and not your ego self. Okay? Any other energies? Any other energies that I need to mention for the Caleb? Alright, um, for a small group of you guys out there, there's something, because <clears throat> I just saw the Seven of Pentacles card, and I know I used that reference without even touching the tarot deck, because I'm using the original tarot now. And um, the Seven of Pentacles, though, is in reverse. So that's in someone's impatient. Somebody is impatient. Somebody is impatient. And because they are impatient, they are about to lose out or cause a setback for themselves. And maybe that's playing off of that Seven of Cups energy card. Clarifier. 
yeah, there were some things you guys that for a small group of you guys, there were some things that you did during the Mercury retrograde, right? That seemed like a good idea. Like you were confident that this idea was the best idea to take. And it wasn't. It was, it didn't serve your true nature. What it is you were truly desiring in that moment. And came out and shined on the situation. You guys were dealing with some type of competition, um, cattiness, fights, um, and it was due to someone who um, was rushing in com compassionately. I like that word. Compassionately running, rushing in into something that they desired. However, that led to the Seven of Swords energy. So that means that there was some lies, some deceit attached to this cup of love or this cup or this of the or this passion driven nature that was embodied in emotion. And this could be relationship. I, I want, I'm trying so hard to keep it business oriented, but um, I feel like this could be relationship oriented. But yeah, so the truth was shined on some competitive competition, um, something that was causing fights. So it looks like, so let me go backwards. Sorry. Forgive me, guys. Let's go backwards. We have Seven of Swords. Let me keep going. King of Wands. Three of Pentacles. The Empress. These all fell out, by the way. While I was shuffling, all these cards fell out, so I'm keeping them. Okay. So, I'm going to go backwards. I started originally going from the first card that fell, that I picked up, which was the Sun. But I'm going to go by the way they actually fell. So, we got the Eight of Cups of Rice. Eight of Cups... Someone is at this point where they are walking away from something that does not serve them or they're needing to walk away from something that does not serve them. They put a lot of work into it. The cups are, are full. I mean, some of these cups are full, but um, something there's there's a need to walk away for something greater to come in. And this person is not is no longer... I got the Queen of Swords next. And so the Queen of Swords is this energy of, like, bitchiness and... Um, or just being authoritative. Somebody putting their foot down. Like, uh-uh, no more. No more. I'm done. I'm done with this. Five of Pentacles energy. Five of Pentacles energy is um, uh, needing to come in out of the cold. And only to find out that there's no new beginning. The reason I say that is because we got the Empress in reverse. And what followed that is the Three of Pentacles in reverse, which means that things are in disarray and there is no collaboration and an original idea. So maybe this is why you're needing to walk away from something that you have um, emotionally tied yourself to. 
and the card that follows that is the king of wands in reverse so this is like a manipulator so someone a group of you guys are deciding to not be in collaboration no longer work with someone who has this manipulative energy and that one the king of wands is followed by the seven of swords and the seven of swords is this manipulative in this manipulator was being deceitful they were lying they were um doing things for their own benefit and not worried about worried or caring about how it could could affect you and they you they had this knight of cups energy of like coming in fast with this you know passionate um this passionate pursuit but it had no foundation it had no strong foundation at all and all it did was lead to a bunch of chaos for themselves that's what I'm getting. I'm getting just led to it led to some heartbreak and some worry for you. Like I said, I saw that nine of um nine of swords card as I was shuffling. So yeah, it gave some anxiety to you. But ultimately it was causing some chaos for them too. For the other party too. And this led into this could even be fights and arguments and things of that nature. But now the sun is shining on it. The sun is shining on all of that. So now it's time for you to change your perspective and not allow this to go on any longer because with this eight of cups energy here it's like um you love this person or you love this project or you love this job but ultimately it doesn't serve you and i don't know if you guys are scared to walk away Maybe that's why the calf card is here to telling you to change your thought pattern so that you can start bringing in that good vibration and start manifesting the like of such. Um, you're going to have to change your perspective. Letting go of this manipulative energy that's bringing nothing but lies and deceit into your life, causing you anxiety. Um, it's just not worth it anymore. Be the queen of swords that's here. Put your foot down. Stop allowing things to reoccur. That is not serving you. That's the energy I'm getting from that day. Well, I appreciate you guys. And um, I'm going to follow up with another card from another deck. Um, just because I'm feeling it tonight. Sorry for this long video, though. We're looking at like an hour for today, y'all. I can see that right now. But, uh, yeah, give me a moment. I'm going to put on some music for y'all in the meantime. Alright y'all, so for this one, I'm going to use the Native Hearts Oracle. So these are my favorite cards for spirituality. And I want two cards for this one. Two cards and then we'll look at the card at the bottom of the deck as well. And if I feel like I need clarifiers, then I'll go into that. But let's see. What energies do we need to get into for the month of December with this new moon in Sagittarius and the amazing Jupiter and Neptune? What do we have to look forward to? Yeah, I think I'm really going to use that um, Dream Big for the title when I'm done because it's really the energy that I feel. Separate the deck, and then I'm going to pull two cards off the top. All 
Okay, so. The two cards that we have here are the Silver Wolf, which is the number 13 card. We got the Wheel of Creation, which is the number one card. I like. So, the first, we'll start with the first card. The first card, Silver Wolf, 13. 13 is all about uh, death and transformation. So, when we say death, this actually plays off of um, the, the calf card in that first section. Um, the death card uh, is, is all about shedding or ridding the old self so that the new self can come in and remember that's the energy behind Neptune so I can definitely see why we're looking at the silver wolf card in the month of December this is all about taking all of the experiences and that have made you who you are today and releasing it to the universe so that the new can now come through and that's all that's trying to happen right now. The new is trying to come in. And I'm sure that's what this Will of Creation card is uh, here for. To let us know that once we let or once we shed this old skin, then this will is going to turn in our favor. Okay? But, um, of course, I like to use the book definitions when I use the, the native oracles. So, the Silver Wolf. This is a healing Mandela that brings divine guidance from the Silver Wolf. The, the being of this planet are in blessed times in that we are living and experiencing the rise of the divine feminine energy. The Earth's underlying vibration is shifting and what was a mental masculine world is become more of a feeling feminine world our feelings are guiding us each and every person that we know awake to the feminine ways of being this oracle asks you to step out of your mental process and to allow your heart and your feelings to guide your way Left it in its own device, the mind, ego, will create a world filled with self-doubt. However, when you begin to filter your thoughts through your heart space, your heart will communicate with your sacred mind and birth a union like no other. You are being reminded to view your feelings, your inner intuition, as your master teacher. Your feelings are becoming heightened, so be gentle with yourself as you create and integrate with new ways of living more intuitively. Remember, your instinct is your trusted friend and your teacher as you journey in uncharted water. I think this is pretty dope. And um, so I'm, I like to try to bring all the cards together. And so when I think of this energy of allowing ourselves to feel allowing the divine feminine qualities of being intuitive and nurturing to ourselves so that we can do the same for others um that energy is exactly what we need so that we can turn the calf card upright all right if we began to see that Everything that we want is right on the other side of changing our perspective. Then 
this old skin that we've been carrying on for a very long time can then shed itself. And in shedding itself, we will allow ourselves to become more into or or to tap more into this uh, ideology of self-discovery, self-love, and understanding of who we are on a soul level. All right, so that is the the beauty in this silver silver wolf card. Uh, what I would like to do is, to, of course, use my uh, tarot deck, the right away tarot, to pull some more energy. Why is the silver wolf card here? Can we get a couple of cards for the silver? Yeah, like I said, this the title of this, of this is going to be Dream Big, which is why that's Willow Creation card, I believe, is sitting right here. Um, I think a lot of you guys have been through some trials and tribulations. Um, you've experienced some hardship over the last couple of years, which kind of makes it hard for you to see past the fog. Um you don't, it's almost like you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's because those past experiences have blocked your vision to what's next or what's coming in. But the only thing that you guys need to do is change your perspective. That's what I'm getting. You change your perspective... You get what you want in the end, but it's all based on you changing your perspective. Choose happiness. Know your worth. All right. We'll do one more shuffle and I'm going to pull three cards. Okay, so, interesting, the card we got at the bottom of the deck was the death card, which is the 13, number 13 in my mind, it's the number 13, well no, it is the 13th card, even in the, um, in the major arcana, and like I said, 13 is all about transformation, it's all about uh, the death of the old self so that the new self can come in, and um, I could see here that a lot of you guys are coming out of some type of third party type of situation. Um, this could be relationships where, you know, there's three people involved. Or this could be a situation where a couple and a job getting in the way. You know what I mean? This doesn't have to be um, always about three individuals. It could be, it's like there's there's this union that has been growing and now there's a third party situation that's coming in and messing up something. So a lot of you guys are experiencing this, whether it's on the relationship level or on a uh, business level, career level. And what follows that is the Knight of Pentacles. 
Now, the, the Knight of Pentacles upright is someone who is very driven and he's going for what he wants. He's going to get that. He may not know everything involved. He may not know every step of the way, but he has enough confidence to move forward and, and such. In reverse, there's a selfish nature to the situation. This person doesn't care who they hurt in the process of getting what it is that they're wanting. All right. And maybe for a lot of you guys, maybe a lot of you guys are keeping those type of people around in your lives. People who are self-absorbed, people who don't care about your feelings or how things that they do affect you. And it's time for you to be the silver wolf in your life and shed that old weight, that dead weight that's no longer who you are in in this moment. Um, And that was followed by the five of wands like whoever this knight of pentacles is in your life whether it's a spouse or a partner or a, a, a business or a client or whatever the case may be they're bringing chaos they're causing drama um think they're everything's an argument and a, and a bickering if you're anything like me you don't really like to argue with the people that you love so you become a little disheartened in the situation and you try to find your exit and it looks like that's what the universe wants you to do you do that, guess what comes in next? The wheel of fortune. The wheel of creation. I'm sorry. The wheel of creation uh, occurs. This wheel is going to turn in your favor. But there's, it's necessary for you to graduate and transform what was to what's trying to come in. And at the bottom of the deck, the death card is in reverse. So that means to me, right now, there's a lot of you guys who are not doing that. You guys are not going to get your cape and your diploma and walking across that stage and I'm saying that metaphorically you're not allowing this graduation moment to come in you've gotten so comfortable with this way of being this three-way type of energy or uh things getting in the way of the initial plan of action and that's because someone is self-absorbed and only thinking about themselves and how they can benefit from it. And it's causing arguments and pain and dis and dis and um discord in your life. You wanna let it go. But you got to rid the old skin first. Okay. Now let's go to the book's definition of the will of fortune, which is the number one card. Alrighty. So before I read that, I do want to tell you that the will of for the will of creation is all about a new start. It's all about embracing change. It's all about movement forward. This is the number one card. Number one is all about our thoughts. Remember, we just talked about that in the last one with the number eleven. Same thing. It's just that it's amplified with it being eleven. Um. So the definition in the book says the will of creation, Mandela, offers guidance for new beginnings that are on the horizon. Big winds of changes are on the are gathering momentum and will soon be felt. If you choose to embrace the change and move forward with love, these winds will bring you great blessings. Additionally, this Mandela comes as a reminder that as the will of creation spins, we are born each day anew. Within every day, there is a new tomorrow. Leave the past behind you and awaken each morning to greet yourself in the mirror with eyes of compassion and a heart that whispers, be true to you. Exciting times lie ahead. Celebrate the now. Doing so 
will color your future brightly. Hey, nah. We all like that. We all like that. That's the Wheel of Fortune card in the Right Away Tarot. So what I'm going to do is get some clarification on that. Um, just to see what type of situations we are maybe coming out of or need to go into so that we can bring this or or find ways of embracing this new change that's coming in. Okay. So why is the wheel of creation card here? Why is the wheel of creation card here? Shuffle this two more times. Alright, pull the creation upright. Pull the creation upright. Can we get a solution if possible? Alright. Man, listen, y'all. Y'all is a is is embarking on something amazing because the card at the bottom of the deck is the Ace of Pentacles and the Ace of Pentacles is like this grand trying idea or this grand trying opportunity that is going to bring all of your wishes into fulfillment. Like this is the greatest card ever. Like we all want to have this Ace of Pentacles moment and that's at the bottom of the deck. What's coming underneath that card, though, I got to talk about that one. It's the Eight of Pentacles. The Eight of Pentacles is saying that you've done all the hard work. You've put in all the hard work necessary to manifest this Ace of Pentacles opportunity. So, what I'm getting from this, without even pulling those first three cards, because this is just the bottom of the deck. Once you read the old self, once you get away from these three party like into a situation that's causing this competition. I can love you with my eyes. I'm sorry, that that, um, that causes this chaos and drama and discord in your life. Once you choose to rid that old energy and embody the new energy that's trying to come in, which is why this will of creation is here, you will be the manifester in your life. You will become the magician. Sorry, the magician, because that's who the manifester is. The magician in the tarot deck. The magician is has everything that he needs. And it looks like your Ace of Pentacles moment is here. Because you've put in the work necessary to bring this intuition. There's probably some some uh, some collaborations that's going to go on. Or you're, uh, or you're choosing to collab now. Or maybe there's someone that you're needing to be collaborating with in this given moment so that this ace of pinnacle situation can continue to reign in the way that that is necessary and it's like you guys have or you will be tempering your emotions you're going to be tempering your uh uh bringing some type of balance to our your shadow self and your higher self and that is all the universe is asking so that the will of creation can keep moving in your best interest and that's when that graduation and that death is going to happen that transformation that's necessary to move you forward okay because prior to that your ships were not coming in 
But now you're going to be the foolish person in your own life. You're going to be the foolish person hanging off the edge, one leg on the edge of the mountain, one leg off because you believe in yourself. You are now ready to embody the same perspective of Caleb and Joshua in order to beat the giant people, the the traps, the obstacles that are in your way. You are willing to rid that old way of thinking so that you can bring in this new and this new is being created by the wheel and it wants to give you everything that you've desired that is what that ace of pentacles at the bottom of the deck is asking from you but you're going to have to walk away from some things you're going to have to walk away from anything that is not serving you that's the only way this graduation will happen and when you do the moment you do, you get a victory. It's your victory. You will be the winner in the situation when you walk away. And guess what? There's material success that comes with this. You got two cards, 66. You got the six of wands and the six of pentacles here. 66. Now, 666 also, I mean, the number 66 um, has the vibration for me. In my mind, it has the vibration of there's something that you're needing to do that you're not doing. It's almost like realigning your priorities. Hence why I believe the Silver Wolf is here. It's helping you readjust your plan of action so that you can put your priorities in the order in which they should be so that this victory can come in, this Ace of Pentacles moment can come in to where you have all the material success that you need. There's going to be equal give and take in your life. The emotion and the effort that, you could, that you're putting out is ready to come back in. Those seeds that you planted during all of these retrogrades of 2018, they are ready to come into fruition. The question is, are you ready for them to come into fruition? I like that. Now, the card that was at the bottom of the deck was the crown. Oh, crown chakra. All right. And that is the number 30. Five card, which is reduces down to an eight, and eight is um, the first thing that came to mind. Is that this is not the only meaning for number eight, but the first thing that came to mind for me because it's in reverse is karmic. So a lot of these, um, what you're needing to read, according to the silver wolf, what you're needing to read so that the new can come in is karmic. It's karmic relationships karmic patterns that you've allowed to flush uh to uh to reoccur over and over and over in your life and right now the universe is like enough is enough baby you got great things on the other side of leaving that old shit behind and um what you're gonna have to do though is try to get this crown chakra upright and um let me just take a quick glance at the book on that yeah, this card is requiring some grounding. It's in reverse. That means you're not grounded. A lot of you guys are not grounded. A lot of you guys are needing to assess your values. What is valuable to you? Who's not respecting your uh, essence? Who are you allowing to take away from your self-worth? That's what this crown chakra in reverse card to me says. There's some sensitivities 
um, involved here that you're going to have to acknowledge as well. I don't know if that who that was for, but that had to be for someone in particular. There's some sensitivities that you're going to have to acknowledge. And, and the universe is asking you to grow some thick skin and know that whatever it is that you want, you're going to have. Stop using your past experiences to create additional obstacles in your path. Because you're creating, you're actually the one creating these things. Now, I know when I read the Kabbalah, I used the terminology in which they use, which they like to um, blame a lot of the demise and discord on God. I don't do that. I won't do that. You won't find me doing that on this channel um, because I am a true believer of we create our realities. God does not cause anything to happen to you. He's luck. God, sorry, did I say he? God is love. God is unconditional love. It's the highest energy available in the universe. That's all that is, right? And that's what you tap into to tap into your higher self, which is why a lot of people consider themselves I am God, all right? Um, once you embody that essence, you win. You win. But you have to change your perspective. You have to control the way that you're thinking. You have to make sure that you're always thinking in positivity, high vibrational ways so that you can create the reality that reflects those thoughts. If you're thinking negative all the time, you're going to create a reality that reflects those thoughts. It's really that simple. And that's exactly what happened in the story with Jacob and, Cal uh, I'm sorry, I keep wanting to say Jacob. I'm going to have to look up on the story of Jacob. But anyways, uh, this is the the um, the, the, the same um, confidence that Caleb and Joshua had, according to uh, the cabal of the Bible, whatever it is that you associate yourself with. It's the same energy. That's what the universe wants from you. The universe just wants you to be confident. Have faith. Be be confident. Show compassion to yourself so you can do the same for others. Make sure that you keep tapping into that self-discovery of self-love and self-value. And ground yourself. And once you ground yourself and once you're done assessing those 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 values, you'll then rid yourself of those past of those past ways of being, those past experiences, so that this new can come in. Because it's hot and tempting and ready. You have the victory card. The universe wants to bless you. But they will not bless you until you make the decision the or uh, use the willpower to walk away from anything, place, place, thing, whatever. You, walk, you have to walk away. You have to rid the old so that the new can come in. And you can thank Neptune. In Sagittarius for the month of December for doing that. As a matter of fact, you'll probably find yourself tapping into this will of creation and the Ace of Pentacles and the Six of Pentacles and the Six of Wands energy. You're probably going to feel all of that going out of December and going into January because on the 24th is when Neptune will be when you'll feel Neptune the hardest on December 24th. All right. So what's going to be purging between now, December 6th, until December 24th is you recognizing everything that does not serve you. Everything that you were looking over during the Mars retrograde. Everything that you were looking over in the Venus retrograde. Everything that you were looking over in the Mercury retrograde. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen anymore. Because these next two weeks, this little retro shade period is definitely going to throw you some rocks. What you going to do with them? You know what I say, dude? I say build you a new house.
Build you a new house. Because that's what the Silver Wolf says. Build you a new house. Build you a new walkway. Get rid of that old shit so this new shit can come in. It really is that simple. Alright, y'all. So, I have fun. I hope you guys have fun. And like I said, I'm going to try to make this a more, you know, routine thing. And, um, yeah. If you don't already know, I have a Facebook. I have Instagram. I have Tumblr. And I have uh, this podcast as well. But you can find everything by using just Femini Empress Tarot. Femini Empress Tarot will take you to all of the social media handlers that I do have. And if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. I will be getting back to visuals come January 1st. So look forward to that. And if you have any questions, uh, if you have any uh, any needs for personal readings or uh, one card oracles, feel free to email me at feminineimpress at gmail.com and I will get to you in a timely manner. Uh, be, please be patient though because it is the end of the year and I'm still backed up from October <laughs> with the reading. So yeah, I love y'all and I look forward to y'all in the very near future. I say peace, love, and light.